the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 18 Lest the Lord see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. Lest the Lord see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. God watches how you treat your enemies. If you are happy when bad things happen to your enemies, He will help your enemies and possibly punish you for it. God protects His children by punishing their enemies, but He will end that punishment if He sees you gloating about it. Jesus Christ taught His followers to love their enemies, but this rule had been taught long before, including this and another proverb. If your life pleases God, He will deal with your enemies one way or another. But if you rejoice or are happy at their trouble, He will be offended and lift His judgment from them. Solomon, by divine inspiration from God, wrote Proverbs to raise his son and citizens to greatness of heart, to be noble and virtuous in their thoughts, words, and deeds. Here is one of the keys to such greatness. You should not gloat about trouble in the lives of your personal enemies. This requires character of the highest order, possessed only by exceptional men, true princes in the world. For full understanding, this verse is the second half of the whole proverb. The first half of the proverb reads this way, Rejoice not when thine enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. Then the second half that you are considering now, lest the Lord see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. David taught Solomon this wonderful character trait of loving enemies. Hear his words from Psalm 35, verses 11 through 15. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good, to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily, as one that mourneth for his mother. But in mine adversity they rejoiced. In this passage from Psalm 35, you can see the large difference between David and his enemies. David had a heart like God's heart, and his enemies were like most men in this world. Which heart do you have? King Saul was David's enemy for several years. He tried to kill David on many occasions and caused enormous trouble in David's life. Yet David sought to serve him as well as he could. He fully forgave Saul's outbursts of rage and his attempts to kill him. David spared Saul's life several times, when he could easily have killed him. And he wept bitterly and eulogized him graciously when Saul eventually died on the battlefield. But God himself is the great example every day. How so? God sends his sunshine and his rain on both his friends and his enemies. You show the character of God when you learn to love your enemies and show them kindness which is totally contrary to the evil heart of man by nature. 
Such thoughts and actions on your part show you to truly be God's children. As Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 5, the last six verses. God hates the selfish cruelty of gloating at calamities of your enemies. The inspired history of the Old Testament shows numerous cases of even nations being punished for their delight or participation in the troubles of other nations. However, hating God's enemies is different. If you are not involved personally, you should hate the enemies of God. David wrote this in Psalm 139 about God's enemies. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. The great king Jehoshaphat was even rebuked by a prophet for loving God's enemies in 2 Chronicles 19. How do you measure in nobility and virtue by this proverb? Are you as much like God's heart as David was? Do you grieve to see your enemies in trouble? How do you compare to Jesus of Nazareth and Stephen, the early deacon? Jesus prayed for those crucifying him, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And Stephen prayed for those stoning him, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. If you want to be righteous and wise, to please the great and glorious God of heaven, then your duty and privilege are clear. Identify your enemies and pray for them, right now. Purpose in your heart that you will do what you can to help them if you find them in need. Purpose in your heart you will greet them warmly if you encounter them. This is the character of God, and it is the character of all those who are truly His children. Amen.